Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, the radio show all about traveling like a boss by being your own boss. Stay tuned for weekly interviews featuring guests that have built their own online businesses. If you would like to have access to our entire back catalog, visit travellikeabosspodcast.com for instant access. And here's your host, Johnny FD. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 58 of the Travel Like a Boss podcast. Today, I have Dave Asprey, the Bulletproof Executive with us. How are you doing, Dave? I'm doing great, Johnny. Thank you so much for being on the show. I've been really excited to have you on. Uh, not only am I a huge fan of the Bulletproof coffee, but also the diet. And it's personally given me so much success in my life, not only in my fitness, but also my mental clarity. And I, I honestly think it's one of the big reasons why I've become so successful over this last year. So uh, thank you so much, Dave. Oh, man, it, it's my pleasure hearing that. I, I read your book and you described it. I, similar experience for me. My my life has has completely gotten upgraded just by following those principles and the, the Bulletproof Diet and and things and like you're kind of a living example. I, I was amused to to read your first book there uh, uh, when you talked about that because uh, you know we we met uh, at our friend Alexis's house and I, I remember you were kind of like, this guy eat, eats butter and at the end of the night, like we hugged and you're like, you're like, dude, you're solid. Like you could tell, like, like you were sort of skeptical that that I was going to be like a butterball. And you're like, no, like this this guy's like kind of <laughs> kind of strong. It, it was just kind of a funny memory because when I read your book, I'm like, wow, like our conversation like triggered something. And then you did the work, you know, you did the reading. So I'm happy to be on your show. Yeah, and you know, it's one of those crazy things where just one person in one random instance can influence you know, literally the rest of your life if you actually follow it. Because I'm sure there's tons of people, you know, who you've met or have heard of the Bulletproof Diet or heard of you know, these things and they just kind of brush it off and they kind of just keep going on through life. But all it actually takes is for someone to say, oh, you know what, let me explore that and let me actually give it a shot. Let me give it 30 days and see see how it works. And I mean, the results of it could be mind-blowing. I mean, literally from that that moment that I met you, I said, you know what, let me let me look into this. You know, Dave seems like a really genuine guy. He's in great shape. And but it was more than that. It was actually because you had so much energy. That is the one thing that really struck to me. And that's what I wanted. It, it's like looking good. All right. That's it's not that hard to look good. You can for most people anyway, you can have a famine and uh, you can have a tiger chasing all the time and you'll look decent. Like you'll feel crappy, but you'll look decent. And you'll sort of break your biology, but it, like, I just want the energy. I don't really care if my butt's a size too big. I'm married. I have kids, um, but like I, I just want that laser mind, and I want to like look good enough. And it turns out you can get both, and they actually go together when you do it sustainably. Yeah, definitely. So, kind of going back to that first time we met, it was a re- you know at our friend Alexis's house in San Francisco. It was her birthday, and before you had arrived, uh, all the girls there <laughs> were eating. And like literally carrot sticks or, you know, uh, broccoli with chunks of butter on it. And it was the <laughs> first I time. <laughs> yeah. And it was the first time I've, I've seen people, you know, put butter in their coffee, which to me was extremely strange. Um, and but the thing about it was it was mostly women at that party and they were all, in, you know, in better shape than me. They're all thin. And at that time, I was actually living in Thailand and I was training Muay Thai professionally. So I was exercising you know, two to six hours a day, six days a week. And, you know, I was eating a very, you know, strict diet. And I'm, and what would happen was I would always just be exhausted. You know, I would lose a ton of weight right before a fight and be in great shape. And then all of a sudden I would be fat and, and basically just miserable again. And I knew that something needed to change. And I didn't really know that butter was actually the key. 
<laughs> Isn't it just like not even possible when you hear someone say that? <laughs> and, and you know, that's why I'm so glad that the book is coming, finally coming out. I mean, because I've been telling people about the Bulletproof Diet for years now. But because there wasn't really just a book, it was, you know, there's a great infographic. Uh, and David, you know, has had, you've had this great blog this whole time. But it was hard to just point to someone and say, hey, look, just, you know, read this book. So up until now, I've been telling people, like, you know, read some of the paleo books and then, uh, you know, use that as a base and then start using some of the principles from the, from the Bulletproof Diet. But for me personally, I think, I really think that it's, if it wasn't for adding all the healthy fats, especially from the, from the butter, the MCT oil and the coconut oil, the paleo, I just couldn't stick to it because there's only so much meat I can eat, you know, before I just clonk out. It's, uh... It's kind of interesting because I had the same the same thing. You know, I, I used to years ago do Atkins. You know, just eat a ton of meat, and even if you get to the Weston A. Price stuff, which I'm a huge fan of, I, I quoted a lot of the research in in both my books, and uh, they're they're sort of thing. You know, lot, lots of meat, but uh, even on paleo, like butter wasn't paleo in the early days of paleo anyway. As I understand it, I, I wasn't an early paleo. Uh, even I wasn't even that aware of it in the early days. And uh, also things like you know the MCT oil or even the the very extracted MCT oil, the brain octane oil, are just uh, like they're not officially paleo. Like like you cavemen couldn't eat them no matter what, and it makes uh, it makes a very big difference for cognitive function. And you can include other things like phosphatidylcholine or just egg yolks and things like that. And and for me, getting those in it makes a giant difference, and it has to do with you know, some subtle biochemistry, not just hormones, but around the lipid bilayer in your cells and how your cell membranes function and how neurotoxins work in the body. And, and I find it fascinating, but I just, I don't want to feel good all the time. That that's my end goal. I'll say, so I wanted to, uh, thank you from my sister because, uh, her and her husband, actually, they, they account for the bulletproof diet to actually have saved their marriage. And oh wow, <laughs> I, I know there's a you know ton of success stories. So if anyone wants to go to um, the Bulletproof Exec forums, there's you know tons of you know a huge community on there with a lot of successful people. But it's it's very different when it's someone you know very close to you. So my sister and her husband have had you know the best relationship. That you know they've always been you know incredible together, and they started fighting a lot, and no one really knew why. And at this is that kind of around the same time I had introduced her to the uh, to the bulletproof diet and bulletproof coffee and all your things, and then I didn't talk to her. I went back to Thailand for another six month Muay Thai training camp, and when I came back, she you know had <laughs> it was it was actually funny because in her cupboards uh, she had literally every product, every single upgraded self product possible. We went on a camping trip <laughs> and she brought bulletproof coffee, MCT oil, you know she brought uh, grass fed butter. And when I got to her house, she had the, um, I don't even know what it's called, the vi- the vibration machine. Oh, the Bulletproof Vibe. I love that thing. I, I was just on it a few minutes before this. Yeah, and I used to do that at her house, and I was like, this is incredible. And I asked, I said, "How? when did you guys get into all this? Because I've been a big fan of the coffee and the diet in general, but probably because I was traveling so much, you know, I, I couldn't really uh, easily order things, and I couldn't travel with all these things. So I came back, you know, just on the basic diet and they had completely, you know, went 110% in. And she said it's what had happened was he started getting pre's Alzheimer's and they, and at first she just thought, you know, he wasn't paying attention or she would just brush, you know, he was just brushing her off when they were talking. 
But it turns out, I mean, he was getting, you know, really, really bad memory loss. And it would lead to all these fights because they would have a conversation. She would ask him to do something, something simple. And five minutes later, he would not realize he had that conversation at all. And she didn't realize it was his memory. And so he was, you know, for him, he thought he was in the right. For her, she thought she was in the right. And turns out what had happened was after he cut out all the grains, cut out the gluten, and started eating a strict bulletproof diet, within two months, all those symptoms disappeared and his memory is better than ever. That is amazing and wonderful. And two of the two of the big goals that I have with Bulletproof that, that are not, not at all like financial, just like by sharing information about stuff like that, I, I think it's possible to measurably reduce the incidence of Alzheimer's and autism, like things that happen at, at opposite ends of, of life, but both of those are, are biochemically mediated things. And if you can just lower inflammation and increase quality nutrition and get rid of anti-nutrients, um, people have better brain function for longer and, and it can affect even multiple generations of people. So just hearing that, <laughs> I love that. Like that, that's why I started writing the blog. So thank you. Well, no, thank you. And, you know, I'm glad that the book is finally out. Uh, and as of today, th this podcast will be released on December 2nd. It'll be finally available. Uh, and it'll be The Bulletproof Diet. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it everywhere now. But for me personally, I, I mean, I'm, I'm personally another success story, you know, with The Bulletproof Diet. If you read my first book, 12 Weeks in Thailand, in that, you know, it was, it was basically me traveling around for four years, kind of unhappy with normal life back in the U.S., trying to live the four-hour work week. And, you know, I was teaching scuba diving and I was doing Muay Thai and doing all, all these things. And even though I accomplished quite a bit and I saw quite a bit in those four years, my this last year since I really got into the diet and I told myself I'm going to fully commit, that's when all these changes started. That's when I started this podcast. That's when I started my blog, Johnny FD. That's when I started, you know, my dropshipping stores. That's when I started, uh, got into a new relationship. And my friends think that I don't sleep because it seems like every other week, you know, I'm publishing a new book or I'm, you know, I'm recording new podcasts. I'm coming out with a new product, starting a new store. And I'm telling them I sleep just as much as everyone else. You know, I, I, if anything, I sleep more. I, I really try to get nine hours of sleep a night. And what it is, is I have so much energy from the moment I wake up until the moment I go to sleep. And it's, it's almost insane. Where literally the second I wake up, I'm excited. I'm happy. I walk to, you know, I walk over to the office, I have some bulletproof coffee. I'm not hungry until noon, you know, which for me, you know, in my entire life growing up, I would have these huge blood sugar spikes if I just ate a normal breakfast. And if I didn't, or if I didn't have breakfast, you know, within 10 minutes of waking up, I would crash. But now that my body's more fat adapted and, you know, is great at burning fat, I wake up and I, I don't have to eat until, you know, until it's convenient. And it's, it's incredible. It's liberating because I, I used to have those blood sugar crashes too. And when you get to the point where, you're like, wait, you mean I, I can just like I, I can just not pay attention to food? Liberating is not like a, a a marketing word or overstatement at all. You're like, I'm free. Like I, I can just do whatever it is I was here to do, and the food will just take care of itself when there's some good stuff available. I, I never had that until I really got into the higher fat with the lower toxins. And man, that's made a difference. Just understanding what fats to eat. Uh, yeah. that, that giant. Yeah. And, you know, I never even thought of the term healthy fat. I mean, people hear, you know, omega threes and, you know, yeah, you should definitely have those in. But, you know, just eating tons of butter, tons of eggs, tons, you know, tons of coconut. 
uh, it's people look at me like I'm crazy, but they see me eat this and then they see me lean out and get, you know, in the best shape of my life. They see how much energy I have. And uh, because I happen to be good friends with two doctors, uh, Dr. Shannon Weeks and Dr. Alexa Shields, and they keep a very close eye on my all my blood results. And, I, you know, I never used to get... Uh, tested for, for any kind of blood results. Uh, but now I, I'm, I'm really curious what my cholesterol is like and you know every other factor. And it's all going in a positive direction. So I know medically I'm more healthy. Physically, I look more healthy. And, I, and mentally, I'm you know 1,000% uh, more focused and more clear. And when people see that, they're like, well, you know what? Maybe this butter is actually working. There's a problem with excessive omega-3 that, that's, kind of, that's kind of funny. Um, if you have way too much fish oil, it causes inflammation and it can even cause like weird bleeding things like nosebleeds and, and excessive blood thinning. So if you're going to eat a high healthy fat diet, you don't want a lot of omega-6. <laughs> uh, you don't want too much omega-3, although you do want some good quality omega-3, some DHA and EPA. Uh, so what other kind of fat is left? Well, it's good old-fashioned saturated fat that digests well and is used by the body and, and all, all those things. And it, it's kind of rational on its face, but it just it just escapes the it escapes the consciousness of most people because we've been so programmed that this is bad for us, even though it's not. And, you know, what's crazy is I, st I remember I was quite young when margarine became popular. I mean, this was at least, what, 15 years ago. And I was, and I was probably just a kid then. And I specifically remember thinking, this can't be good for you. <laughs> and I remember, you know, a few years ago when they came out and saying, you know, the whole trans fat uh, fiasco, nobody really blamed the margarine companies. Nobody blamed uh, it's, I can't believe it's not butter. They blamed trans fat. And all these companies did was switch out the trans fat and put out labels saying, now trans fat free, you know, go ahead and keep you know, eating, I can't believe it's not butter. And to me, you know, that really angered me thinking, how can people not see, you know, I mean, I was an eight-year-old kid and I realized, and I saw, I was like, this, there's no possible way this can be healthy. And especially more healthy than a, a cow, you know, something that comes from a cow, something that actually comes from nature, from grass-fed, happy animal. It, it's it's rational in its face, and it's more nefarious when you realize that they never they never eliminated trans fats. What they did is they just said, oh, uh, as long as it's less than one gram per serving, then it's zero. But they define these tiny servings like a serving is like a half a teaspoon or a teaspoon. So if it's 0.9 grams of trans fats in a teaspoon and you eat four teaspoons, you're getting several grams of it. And, and people say, oh, that's not much. It doesn't matter. But hold on. You take one gram of fish oil a day. So if one gram of good quality omega-3 can have that big of an effect, what does a few grams of unlabeled trans fat do to you? Nothing good, that's for sure. Yeah, and definitely. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will wonder, what is your diet actually like? Like, I mean, what do you actually eat day to day? Uh, so for, let's say today for, as a typical day, what would you have for breakfast, lunch, and then dinner? Well, for breakfast, I had Bulletproof coffee. That's my mold-free coffee beans, um, upgraded coffee. I brew it either with an espresso machine or in a French press, something with a metal filter, not a paper filter. So you, you get the benefits of the coffee oils. And then I blend it with grass-fed butter, depending on where I am. It's usually Kerrygold or maybe 
in another hemisphere, Anchor is very common, or there are other brands out there, but those are the most common ones on the planet that I've been able to find. There's a good German brand as well. And then I use something called Brain Octane Oil, which is 18 times stronger than coconut oil. It's the thing that gives you the most ketone, fat-burning, beta-oxidation energy of any kind of fat that, that we know of. It has no flavor. You pour a tablespoon or two into your coffee, depending on how much you want to eat or how much calories you want. And you blend it all up into a creamy, delicious latte. And just like you said, like it increases thermogenesis, which is fat burning. And the biggest thing, though, is just the energy and the focus. You just feel like yourself, and food loses its power over you. The idea that, that someone can set a, a chocolate chip cookie in front of me at, at 10 a.m. or a bagel or a Danish or something, a cherry turnover, which used to be like my kryptonite food. That was like my favorite dessert. And I would, I would really, really desperately, all right, I'm not going to eat it, and I'd force myself not to eat it. And when I have Bulletproof Coffee, honestly, I don't care what you put in front of me, whether it's a steak or whether it's candy. It, it just doesn't matter because my body doesn't want food. I'm full, I'm satisfied, and I'm just in the zone, and then I can go do whatever it is I want to do. I have the energy to just bring it, and I'm just not distracted by food and cravings and all of that. And limiting distractions wow, that does free up additional energy because you just don't have a little process in your brain that's running going, when am I going to eat next? When will I have some food? Would that taste good? Should I eat that? In that little conversation, no, yes, no, eat it, no, eat it, no. All that stuff that happens kind of in the background of your mind, it's quiet because the body's like got what it needs. You know, speaking of cravings, my girlfriend always, you know, kind of plods me for never wanting to cheat on my diet, never reaching for you know, the great pastries or the desserts, even if we're at, you know, like a really nice Vegas style buffet, I just, I just don't want it anymore. And if she, you know, had known me five years ago before I, I started eating this way, I was the hugest craver of, of sweets. I literally would not be satisfied if I, unless I had something sweet after my meal. I would not be able to go to sleep unless I had something sweet or dessert uh, before bed. And when I started eating paleo, it was, you know, I would just have dark chocolate and that was kind you know it would kind of get me by i figured it was you know it was better than eating you know a hershey's bar or or something normal but now that i've been eating you know a very strict uh, bulletproof diet i don't even have those cravings anymore i i you know i i'm always satisfied and i think actually a lot of it stemmed from you know just growing up and having the reward system of an affection be linked to food. So my parents, every time, you know, if I, let's say I fell or I had a bad day, they would get me ice cream or they would get me uh, a candy. And that's how they show their love and affection. And I think a lot of people you know, tie, you know, that same feeling of, of happiness to food. And that's why we have such a big problem in the U.S. And it wasn't until the Bulletproof Diet that I was able to finally just get over it and say, you know what? I'm happy all the time anyways. I, you know, I, and I don't need food or especially sugar and, you know, to make me happy. You can, you can get this, you know, eat for loneliness kind of thing, just as you describe, and you can get these, uh, these emotional connections. And I certainly had some of that uh, when I was younger, when I weighed 300 pounds. And I also realized that there is a biological component to it. You know, if your cells are literally starving for energy, you're going to have this this thing that says eat, you know, like a, a constant background craving, like like it's it's the operating system of your body, like the monkey in your body, kind of screaming like eat now, like I don't have the energy I need, and it doesn't have the energy because the biology is broken, 
And on top of that background level of biochemical stress, you get emotional stress because you're feeling lonely or you know, you're, you're feeling like you want affection or you want comforting and you've learned that ice cream is the way to do that. Well, now you've got a double stress because you've got emotional stress and physical stress from sugar dysregulation. And that combination is really hard to resist. So they stack up and kind of plot against you to make you eat the stuff that is going to give you at least a short reduction in the physical stress because you're going to have some sugar. Your brain will have the energy it wants to run at full speed, even if it's only for a half hour or an hour before your blood sugar crashes again. And during that time, the lonely part of you is like, yeah, I got ice cream. You know, I, I learned when I was three that ice cream makes me feel love. And none of this is rational. And it doesn't mean you're a good or a bad person because it all happened in your subconscious. You know, the automated defense systems that keep your meat alive, whether or not you're, you're paying attention to it. And man, I, I've had all kinds of stuff. Everyone does who's alive, has all kinds of automated programs they're put in place to make sure that you don't die as if you didn't have a brain to take care of that. And just have enough energy in the brain to be able to self-regulate better for me has led to incredible breakthroughs just on a, a personal and like a psychological level as well as on a business and relationship level. Like I have the energy to bring it whether it's for self-improvement or whether it's for writing an, another blog or recording another podcast or dealing with you know raising two young kids which can be a lot of work sometimes to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean one of the reasons why I want to have unlimited energy is because I want to have kids in the next couple of years and I don't want to be, you know, one of those dads who's always exhausted because I see, I mean, that's literally the one thing that I notice with every friend that ever has kids is they look, you know, like they age 10 times faster. They get, you know, they're exhausted all the time. Their hair turns gray. They, you know, they just looked worn out. And even though they love their kids and, it, you know, to them, it's, it's still worth it. I really think that by having this healthy lifestyle, eating a healthy bulletproof diet, you can you know you can go through that and still have kids, and you're a living example of it. I mean, a lot of people don't. Uh, yeah. I, I got to be honest. When I did my my five, I did this self experiment for. I was going to do it for just a month or two. I was going to eat oh between four and five thousand calories a day, say an average of forty five hundred calories and at least four thousand calories, and I was going to do it for. Um, a month or two, and I was going to maybe gain a little bit of weight. And I figured I'd sleep less than five hours a night and I'd quit exercising. So I lined all this up. And funny, I lined it up for the, the basically to start the experiment right after my son was born. Because I know that after you have a new baby in the house, there's no way that you sleep all night anyway. I'd be lucky to get five hours a night and you'll be lucky to exercise anyway. So I'm like, it's kind of going to be an experiment. I'll just eat a lot more. I'm going to gain two pounds. The, the tables that say 3,500 extra calories say I should gain a pound. So the math says I should have gained 20 pounds, and I only gained you know, three pounds. Therefore, the math is wrong. What I didn't expect was that I'd grow a six-pack, and I would just get so much amazing energy out of it that I did it for almost two years straight, where I'm like, all right, I'm just never sleeping more than five hours. And I, I, I had a ton of energy, but even with all that, it's still, when you have kids, that first three to six months, I don't think there's anyone, no matter how resilient they are, that, that's not going to have a dip in energy because it takes more energy than anyone could ever express to me, more energy than, than I know in order to have a new baby in the house. I don't exactly know why, but for both people there, it, it's more. And people try to warn me, and I just couldn't comprehend what they said. Um, for my first kid... 
I literally was like, I'm going to be off work for two months. This is amazing. So I'm going to take a consulting gig and get 1% of this new startup's equity, and I'm going to do their whole marketing strategy. And I'll just do it at night. I always work at night when everyone's asleep. And like, I call the guy a month into the two months. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm flaking. I, I haven't touched this work. I don't even know how to do it. So like, yes, what you're saying, Johnny, you can be more resilient. You can have tons of energy. But however much you have, those little babies are happy to soak it up and then some. But it's amazing to just be able to, you know, provide for a family and, and do whatever the work is that you're doing and then come home and just still have the ability to smile and be happy. Because a lot of times you're so tired, it's just too easy to get cranky and, and you know, or just tuned out. And if you can just be present, that's a win when you have when you have a little one in the house like that. And it gets easier and easier as every day goes on. But I'm grateful that I had Bulletproof Coffee during that time, especially with two of them when they're little, because that was more work than starting a company. Absolutely more work. I can definitely imagine my, my sister has two little kids and my niece and nephew, you know, just hanging out with them for a few hours is exhausting. And that's why I'm you know, really trying to do everything I can in my entire life uh, right now just to prepare for that. Uh, and, you know, because when I have kids and it's going to be the next couple of years, because uh, I'm already in my mid thirties and I want to, you know, I want to have a family, but I don't want to, you know, be stressed out. I don't want to, you know, just have a babysitter and never see them. I, I want to design my entire life so I can spend as much time with them as possible, have as much energy as possible when I'm with them and just have, ha you know, happy, healthy kids. So I'm actually going to read the Be Better Baby book, even though I'm years away from having kids just to really understand it. And I think it's incredible that you and your wife wrote that and had that out there, especially because she's a medical doctor. Yeah, she was an infertile medical doctor when we met. And we used nutrition and, you know, the principles of biohacking to help her restore the fertility. And I didn't know as much as I know, even for things that applied directly to the Bulletproof Diet book. I just didn't know that stuff until I really dug in deep. And for this, it was a matter of are we going to get to have kids or not? So that, that sort of survival of the species, at least survival of our genes in the species, uh, um, plays some role in the motivation there. But I, I think it's, it's remarkable uh, that you're planning ahead like this to be a dad because few people understand how the man's health plays such a critical role in the health of the baby. You know, if, if you've been drinking or your health isn't right, the quality of your sperm is lower and the odds of birth defects in the baby go up. So like it's just as important that the dad eat clean and avoid like mold toxins, environmental toxins, bad fats, gluten, anything that triggers autoimmunity. Like you want to be like in rocking good shape without too much stress when you when you basically start a pregnancy because when you're both like that, you're going to have really healthy kids. And it starts at that moment of conception or maybe a couple months before that even. And then that first trimester, magic happens. And there's so much that can go right or wrong. And the second trimester is less sensitive. Third is less sensitive. And every minute of every hour from then on, your, your system, your body is less sensitive to environmental inputs. All the way up to when you're really old. And when you're really old, it's, it's kind of hard to fix a lifetime of damage. But it's a lot easier to prevent it when you're young. And that's one of the reasons that the Better Baby book sort of came first is that, well, okay, like let's start in, in the order in which we have the most leverage because I'm lazy. I, I just want to do things with the least amount of work. If my grandmother had been incredibly healthy, 
uh, that would have been like the easiest way to pass down genes. So, you know, what your parents ate, even in your case, in everyone's case, what your mom ate played a huge role in your genes, in your health, whether you're healthy or not healthy, how tall you are. It was environmental signals from the food. And what we're doing with the Bulletproof Diet is we're like, all right, what are the environmental signals that help us kick ass? And whether or not we pass that on to the next generation is less important from the perspective of this book. But it's the environment that turns on your genes, turns them off. It's the thing that sets your sleep quality, that sets your hormones. And since now we can control the environment, uh, you saw me on video before uh, before we started this this episode, and I have red lights, like red LED lights in my office because we're recording this late at night, and I want to go to sleep after this. I don't want to tell my my meat in my body, oh hey, it's daytime. There's all these bright lights for you know, for video cameras. So I, I was going to record it if we ended up doing video. I was going to record it with red lights, which would kind of look like either there's something wrong with the camera or I'm in a brothel. But like, <laughs> hey, that's how I work at night. <laughs> You know, and at the end of the day, it, it, it's one of those things where we know this is healthy for us, even though we get strange looks, you know, for having red lights or wearing orange glasses or putting uh, butter on our coffee. We just do it. And when people see how successful we are, how you know happy and healthy we are, you know, they either get over it or they get on board. And, and you know, that is to me, all that's the ideal life. I mean, when I decided to quit my job, and you know, I had a good job in LA, and when I moved out to Thailand just to kind of pursue my dreams, you know, this is four years ago, so a lot of people weren't living this location-independent lifestyle yet. So I, all my friends tried to hold me back, my, you know, my family members, you know, they were all extremely worried. And honestly, I didn't really know what I was doing, so you know, all their questions and fears you know, were kind of true, because I wasn't really sure how I was gonna support myself, how, you know, how everyone's gonna work out. But it, it did. And if you, you know, if you guys read the book, Life Changes Quick, the very first chapter just talks about how I decided I was like, you know what, before I move back to the US, let me just give it, you know, give it my all. And let me start with my health and my, my diet and my fitness. Because if I can go back home after this four year vacation in great shape, and even if I'm completely out of money and I have to look for another job, I, you know, maybe I even have to move in, you know, with my parents for a month while I look for another job in another apartment, you know, at 32 years old, it would be worth it. And, you know, not to kind of give away too much of the book if you guys haven't read it, but, you know, basically by me committing to this diet and getting a shape, that sprung every other part of my, my life. You know, that got me not only in the best shape of my life, but it also gave me the mental clarity uh, and the energy to work on an online business and finally uh, be able to support myself and make a U.S. wage while living out here. And what that allows me to do now is when I do have kids, you know, me and Larissa are both location dependent now with online businesses. So we can just, you know, work from home, uh, whatever we want and not have to go to the office and we can stay at home, have energy, drink bulletproof coffee, play with the kids. It, it's kind of funny in, in 2004, uh, I took some time off. I, I'd finished uh, finished my MBA. I, I got it while working full time at a startup that we uh, that we sold. And I spent uh, three months traveling around Southeast Asia. Went to Tibet. It was actually on that trip when I discovered yak butter tea for the first time for me. I was like, Why do I feel amazing here, but I feel crappy at high altitude everywhere else? And uh, that was like the genesis for the idea of of bulletproof coffee. But I, I also was in Thailand for a while. And I had made arrangements to fly home to pack up my stuff, put it in storage, and I was going to go back out there and just you know travel around and do the location independent thing. And uh, this was 
I, I believe that was pre-four-hour work week, uh, if memory serves right, or maybe around that time. And I hadn't figured out how I was going to make money, but I'm like, yeah, I can do consulting, whatever. And the only reason I didn't do it is when I came back to pack up my stuff, another startup with some entrepreneurs I'd worked with before, some guys behind like the original cloud computing company uh, called Exodus Communications, uh, they, they're like, you, you, Dave, you have to come. This is an amazing job. And I kind of got sucked back into Silicon Valley. But I, uh, I applaud you for sticking to your guns and, and doing that because especially before you have a family, uh, it's, it's an amazing gift to be able to travel around and just to live where you want to and uh, to be able to do that because it, it gets harder and harder when you have you know, friends in school and all that. So, man, you're, you're doing it exactly right in exactly the right order. And uh, I wish I'd had the wisdom to keep doing that. Well, you know, hopefully, you know, with the combination of our, our both of our experiences, everyone listening to this can do it, and you know, and say, you know, what they, you know, they they took all the gambles, you know, they took all the risk. You know, Dave spent, you know, you know, hundred thousand uh, dollars figuring out this diet, and and you know, basically putting his own body through all of it. You know, Johnny spent four years trying to figure out how to make this whole location dependent thing in Thailand work. Now that they've done it, why not just follow their, you know, their blueprint? You know, follow their books, follow their formula. It's like be lazy in a in a very strategic way, because uh, the reason I spent like three hundred thousand dollars on biohacking is that there was no there was no roadmap. I just wanted to feel good all the time. I wanted my biology to work right, and like you, same thing for you. There there wasn't a big roadmap for you, so you went out and you figured it out. And I, I like the way you're writing about it. So it it'll help people once you want to give it a try, and. There's a lot of people who limit, they limit themselves. And sometimes it's because, you know, they're, they're eating stuff that makes them weak. And sometimes it's the emotional stuff that we were talking about earlier, this, you know, the, the stuff that backs up emotional eating, but it also is responsible for self-limiting behaviors and self-deception. And, you know, you say you're going to do it and then you don't do it and then you beat yourself up for not doing it. Well, all of that stuff is hackable. But, you know, if, if you're not ready for that or you're not there, then you're not there and, and you owe it to yourself to boost your energy and then figure out what you know, what programming you have that's getting in your own way. And I, I mean, I've, I've spent seven weeks of my life with electrodes stuck to my head, basically running a lie detector against my consciousness to tell when I'm telling myself the truth and when I'm believing things that aren't true that I've told myself. And I've I've thrown out from that. You know, I've cried from doing that because it's scary work. But man, if, if you want to have no limitations, almost all of your limitations are internal. And you, you're, it sounds like you're discovering that same sort of thing. Like, you, you know, you had to get your energy up and then just go for it. Yeah, and it was completely by accident. I mean, I actually remember you telling this story about how you discovered uh, the the yak butter tea, and you know that was when I really kind of got the backstory of how bulletproof came about. And I was like, well, I don't actually want to drink yak butter tea with uh, you know yak hairs in it. <laughs> but it wasn't very good yeah. uh, that first time I tried it, but I, I did I, learn to love it. And I can't imagine that that being good at all. Uh, so by you, you know, introducing the world to bulletproof coffee, you know, it's. You know, I will always give you credit for that. The real, you know, the real credit is the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people that you've helped with it now. So, I mean, and not only my success story, my sister, uh, you know, hundreds of people I've met while traveling and the entire community at the Bulletproof Exec Forums, they've all benefited so much from this diet that we know it works. Yeah, I'm I'm really grateful that the diet does, that, that it does work and I, I didn't like being fat. I still have stretch marks. <laughs> um, you know, that once you pick those up, those are hard to hack. 
And uh, to be able to, to do something that for me just systematically eliminated all the dips in my days and just made me feel good, that, that, was, that was remarkable. And the reason I started blogging about it and the reason that you know, I, I fly in, I'm, I'm on different podcasts and I, I you know, talk so passionately about this is that it did change my life. And I started the blog thinking that maybe there's like 100 guys like me who are like 22 and they feel like crap and they're fat and their brains aren't working, but they have something to give. And maybe if I just write this down, they'll find it and I could save them like years of suffering and lots of money and just just really suffering where you're like, man, I don't feel good today. You know, I, I'm tired. I just have no energy and I'm just going to barely make it through the day. And even though I was, I was succeeding in my career, but I was doing it just through sheer force of will. And I was running out of that. And just to realize that it could be effortless. I, I just felt like it was the right thing to do to just give that info away. And, and that's why my very first blog post was like how to make bulletproof coffee at home. And I even tell people like, hey, if you're not going to buy my beans, which are lab tested for mold toxins, here's how to find beans that are probably better than the average beans. You know, you're not going to get you're not going to get certainty and you're not going to know for sure how clean they are. Uh, but at least if you're going to flip a coin, you might as well make sure that you have a better than better than 50 percent chance of getting coffee that's not going to knock you out later in the day. So I, I put all that stuff up there because I think it'll help people. And honestly, I. I want to live in a world where there's lots of people feel good all the time because then they're nicer to each other. And, you know, if someone else wants to sell some other coffee, <laughs> the coffee is like a, I don't know how many billion dollar industry, but it's the fourth, I think from an economic perspective, it's the fourth most traded commodity out there. So there's going to be millions of people selling coffee and it's different flavors, different this, different that. And I'm, I have a pretty good body of evidence now around human performance and which toxins to eliminate and how to do it. And I'm, I'm stoked to have that. And Johnny, I don't know if you've, you've heard the news, but we're opening the first Bulletproof coffee shop in Santa Monica in uh, February. I've, I've heard of that. I actually just told a friend uh, who's moving out there, uh, a buddy named Nick, and he I said, if I lived in Santa Monica, I would get a Tesla because you could park for free at any meter in Santa Monica and I would you know, make the Bulletproof Coffee store my, my home office. I think I would get a Tesla badge and put it on the back of like a Hummer and just park there <laughs> anyway and, and see what they did. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm definitely going to visit that next time I'm, I'm back in LA and super excited about this. And you know what? Uh, so when I, whenever I go back home, I actually bring a ton of upgraded products. You know, I try to bring some of the coffee. I, and obviously I can't bring enough back with me for, you know, to last me a whole six months a year. But what I do always bring back is I normally bring back about eight to 10 uh, big bottles of your MCT oil, which, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's that stuff. I would never, ever touch another brand because it just works so well. And I haven't had a chance to try the upgraded brain octane oil yet, but I definitely want to try that in the future. It, it's stronger. I mean, for you, because you know how you feel now, the brain octane does cause more mental focus. The we actually re rebranded just the MCT to be XCT oil. And the reason for that is that we're using a solvent free, even from like when the original source oil is, is extracted, we never allow hexane and all that. And we're using an ultra purified process that's different than most MCT out there. And people talk a lot about getting disaster pants uh, from drinking too much MCT oil. And, the problem is that there's a compound that's 
present in most MCT, and it's called C17. And C17 is an odd chain saturated fat that causes severe digestive distress. So when you're getting the solvent-based Chinese-sourced MCT oil in a nice pretty glass bottle so you'll think it's high quality, well, uh, what can happen then is you just get like the burning throat that can happen with some MCT and you get disaster pants. But when you get the ultra-purified stuff, you get much, much less of that effect. And when you switch to brain octane, it's even smaller. So very few people have a problem there unless they're just flat out abusing it. You know, if you put a half a cup of oil in, in, a, <laughs> in a cup of coffee, well, you get what's coming to you. You know, that's actually really good news because I always warn people when they first start, say, you know, use drops, use half a spoonful and then slowly, slowly bring yourself up because it's that first experience that can kind of make it or break it for people. Uh, but, you know, now that I've you know been on, <laughs> the, you know, the Bulletproof Coffee for so long, uh, I use a, a full capful with every single cup and it's been fantastic. So that new, you know, the new formula and the new upgraded brain octane oil is definitely going to be part of my arsenal from now on. And I'm actually glad that it comes in plastic because, you know, first off, it's, you know, really high, high grade BPA uh, free plastic, and it makes it so much easier to travel with. And from an environmental perspective, I, mean, I, I care a lot. I look at sustainability, and I, I look at recyclability. If you're going to use glass, it costs a lot more, which means you're going to pay more as a, as a consumer. You're going to pay for breakage, even if yours doesn't break. Someone else's breaks, so the net cost goes up. But you got to pay for shipping to get it there, and you got to pay to ship these empty glass bottles all over the place. When you switch to plastic, they're recyclable. And the way MCT oil interacts with the HDPE plastic that, that I source for this is that a layer of MCT oil bonds permanently to the plastic so it doesn't come off the plastic ever. And what you have then is basically the MCT oil that you're eating only touches other MCT oil that's permanently bonded to plastic. So it's like you have a flask made out of a single molecule layer of MCT that's protecting the MCT that you take. So it's very elegant and it's very recyclable and it weighs less. So we use less fossil fuel getting it around and you don't break it. So I, I did the math and I looked at how much it was going to cost customers. They were going to pay more for glass. We were going to burn a lot more fuel and no one was going to benefit from it. You know, and that's exactly the reason why I just go directly to Upgrade itself and just order everything from there because I can try to save two dollars or five dollars, you know, ordering some unknown brand off somewhere else. You know, but for that five dollars, I'd rather you know know one hundred percent that someone else has done the research for me. You know that you know Dave has put his name, you know that you put your name on it and saying you know this is what I recommend and I know uh, then I, that way I'll know one hundred percent it works because at the end of the day you know, my entire life trying to take shortcuts and try to be cheap and try to save money has made my life so much more complicated than now that I can actually afford to just buy what I know is good. And, you know, life really is, life changes quick. It, it does. And what you'll find in the Bulletproof Diet is I tell people how to make plain old butter coffee with coconut oil and butter. And there's no way you're going to take six tablespoons of coconut oil, which is equal to one tablespoon of the XCT oil. So I'm like, all right, you want to get a tiny taste of what this could be? Here's how to get coffee that's not tested, and but maybe it'll make you crash less. And here's how to get you know, coconut oil, and you can throw some grass-fed butter, and you'll still be way better off than if you put milk in your coffee. And the next step up from there is use XCT. And if you want to go all the way, use brain octane and butter and the tested beans, and that's when you have real bulletproof coffee. And the difference is... 
you know, in, in how it feels and how it tastes. And, and you know, because you've probably put coconut oil in coffee. Like it's a little bit oily when you're done. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that when you use the, the brain octane or when you use the XCT oil. Well, one thing that works perfectly with, uh, with the uh, MCT oil, not the XCT oil, is the get some ice cream. And <laughs> I've been wanting to try this now for over a year. And I just kept telling myself, if I ever move back to the U.S. or next time I'm back in the U.S., I'm going to buy an ice cream maker. I'm going to make this recipe. And it was really the only thing kind of making me feel like this traveling lifestyle is, you know, it's holding me back a little bit. There's little niceties of you know, having a full kitchen and things like that. The nice thing is now me and my girlfriend, we finally moved into a proper condo with a full kitchen and we bought an ice cream maker. So last night was the first night we had uh, some proper get some ice cream and it works oh, no. and it tastes amazing. Did it work? It worked. And uh, it worked again. <laughs> you got to explain to people listening what get some ice cream is. <laughs> so I, I'm just going to say that I was almost late for this call because <laughs> we had we actually had some ice cream uh, earlier today as well. And uh, get some ice cream basically gives gives your body everything it needs to make a baby. You know, it gives you all the healthy fats, gives you all the energy, and it tastes incredible. I mean, you know, I, I still call it bulletproof ice cream, but get oh, yeah. some ice cream, you know, definitely it does not lie. I mean, you, you, you feel amazing. Here's what, what happens biochemically from that. And this ice cream is probably the creamiest, like fattiest ice cream ever. It's got egg yolks instead of whole eggs, no milk. It's got butter instead of cream, and it's got uh, MCT oil. And it, it is very rich. But when, when you eat it, both of you, but in particular the woman, get a signal from the environment that says everything you need to make a baby is right here. Now's a great time. And it results about an hour after you eat it with this strange feeling that's like now's the time to go to the bedroom. And I, I thought it was kind of funny because I, I put those ingredients together as part of increasing fertility, incre- increasing hormone production. And we noticed it had this effect, and I, I sort of shared it with a few other people, and they're like, uh, yeah. And so I published the recipe as get some ice cream because, like, if you're going to go on a date, if you make your significant other, hey, I made some ice cream for you, honey, um, that is probably going to get you better success than, hey, here's a few vodka tonics or whatever else. Like, like it, it's a good strategy, and it's healthy, too. So I, I fully support get some ice cream. And you know, it was actually a lot easier to make than I thought. I mean, I watched the video that's on your site, you know, of, you know, you going through it and all the different bowls. But at the end, you said, you know what, this is just to show you what's going in. When, you, when you're at home, just throw all of it into a blender and you literally just use the blender and the ice cream maker. And Yeah, it's two containers. It was incredibly easy. And on the very first try, it, it came out perfect. It was velvety. It was rich. It was probably the best ice cream I've ever had. And... <laughs> And now, I mean, I'm a huge ice cream fan. I mean, I only eat, you know, like I would never eat store-bought ice cream. I only eat Haas and Daz or my favorite is a brand called Movenpick from Switzerland. And I stopped eating it because, you know, I'm like, it's not worth it. It's not, it's not worth sacrificing my health and my mental clarity. But now that I can get some ice cream and, you know, get some work done, it's, it's the perfect combination. Oh, that, that's so cool. And, and there's a bunch of recipes like that in, uh, in the book. And I'm guessing you use xylitol or some safe zero-sugar sweetener. It's possible, and especially for women, uh, sometimes a little bit of carb is the right answer. So women seem to need more carbs or at least carbs more frequently than men in order to maintain optimal fertility, just optimal energy. So what you do is if you're going to have the carbs, you have a few of them and you have them around dinner because that influences sleep. And I talk in The Bulletproof Diet 
about what happens with sleep and with carbs. And that's something that I, I really ran up against as part of the research for the book. I attempted a three-month sort of Eskimo-style diet. I was eating only meat and a ton of fat and like one serving of vegetables a day. And I'd read all over the place, you know, you can do this. And it actually gave me food allergies. It ruined my sleep quality. My energy went down. I, I was waking up like 10 times a night and not even knowing it. And it, it really messed me up. And I still have some allergies that I got during that time that haven't gone away, like some food allergies. And it, it's really annoying. But what happened was my body didn't have enough carbs to even make enough mucus to line my stomach. So I got leaky gut during that time. And that's kind of an extreme example of zero carbs. But I've had other people on the show, on the Bulletproof Radio show, women, professional athletes who eat like essentially zero carbs for months on end and they're completely rocking it and they could like bench press me. So it's highly variable, but I just found that the odds are that with women, that if they start getting any tiredness or any monthly irregularity, that just adding a few more carbs and doing them in the evening to influence sleep quality seems to, to kind of solve that problem. So what that means is that if you wanted to use a little bit of raw honey, a little bit of raw honey and get some ice cream and only have it after dinner, it would probably be fine. And you know that'll make it taste incredible. I mean, yeah. and we've been playing around with the recipe as well. Uh, so we finally added some cacao uh, powder into it, and we oh, that's we, creamy and good. Yeah, <laughs> and we want to order the upgraded vanilla because the I mean, my one of my favorite ice creams is just vanilla bean ice cream and having little specks in there, and you know that oh. I know is going to be good. Vanilla is is a funny herb because you know we just know it. It's vanilla. It's plain. But vanilla was originally sold as an aphrodisiac. Like that's what its medicinal use was, you know, thousands of years ago. And it only over time became a flavoring agent. And it's funny, we have these receptors in the brain called venaloid receptors. And cayenne pepper acts on the venaloid receptors to help influence the inflammation levels that you have in your body. So it's kind of funny that the receptors that vanilla activates are also the same ones that cayenne activates, yet everyone talks about cayenne as you know a magic herb, and cayenne is a very powerful anti-inflammatory thermogenesis kind of thing uh, if you tolerate cayenne well, but vanilla sort of isn't talked about. So one of the things that I'm fond of doing at night if I'm looking to really be in fat burning mode, I will take, in fact, there's a recipe in the Bulletproof Diet book. Um, in fact, all right, if you wanna get the Bulletproof Diet book, I got to give people the SMS code really quick, and then I'll, I'll tell you the recipe just on the air. Okay. But if you just pick up your phone right now and you text to 58885, just text BP Diet and your email address, I'll send you the Bulletproof Diet infographic right now. You can also go to orderbulletproofdietbook.com. You can forward me your receipt from Amazon, but I'll literally just text you the infographic and all that stuff. It's 58885. And then just type BP diet and your email address, and I'll send it to you right away. Yeah, it's now, easy. And, the, and the infographic is beautiful, especially this updated one. It really just makes it so easy to, you know, to just look, you know, carry around with you. My girlfriend wants to print it out and put it in our kitchen, just so we always have a quick reference guide. So thank you for that. Oh, you got it, Johnny. And you'll notice that's free. And the reason I give that away is if even if you don't get the book. I'm trying to make the New York Times list. I'd appreciate it if you if you buy the book. But even if you don't and you just want the info, put it on your fridge and just feel better. And just like be nicer to someone in traffic the next day, and it's still a win. And that sounds like a little thing, but if you if you feel better, you have more energy. You'll have better self regulation, and like we all benefit from that. 
so this recipe that's in the book, it's called the, I believe I called it a vanilla unlatte because there's no coffee in it. And you want to give yourself a lot of these polyphenols, these dark colored, like black and brightly colored vegetables. And vanilla is full of polyphenols and it's of course got vanilloid activators. So what you do is you get grass-fed butter, brain octane or XTT oil, hot water and sweetener of your choice. I use xylitol from birch trees. So it's basically birch sap. And you blend that with about a full teaspoon of Vanilla Max, the new upgraded vanilla. And this is lab-tested, proprietary 10-day process of curing the vanilla to lower the mold incidence, which is really common in, in vanilla. So it's it's actually a very large volume of vanilla, and it's real vanilla, not that fake stuff that's you know, vanilla flavoring. And when you do this, you get this like vanilla, like creamy, hot, kind of creamy thing, and it tastes amazing. And it's foamy like Bulletproof Coffee, but the taste is all vanilla. And you drink it, and it gives you this like edge. It's like a little vanilla clarity thing. It's not the same as coffee because it's not stimulating, but it does something different than just having MCT and Butterwood. So I, I'm a big fan of just like using vanilla the way it was originally intended, where you get like a good dose of the real bean, and like it lights up my brain in a different way. And vanilla tastes incredible. I mean, if, if nothing else, just for that reason... <laughs> Vanilla tastes amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially the real stuff, like when it's ground Madagascar and, and super high-end. I'm, I'm a foodie, and I apply – I was a raw vegan. I applied those kind of cooking techniques uh, as well as some sous vide techniques. But instead of looking just at, at flavor, I look at, number one, what's it do for my performance and my inflammation, and then how good can I make it taste? And the thing that comes out of all that is that – well, the things that taste amazing and give you like a food buzz, most of those things give you a food buzz because they're good for you. Like, like your body really, really likes and craves foods that are good for you. So if someone tells you, oh, eat that low-fat biscuit thing because it's good for you, no, if it was good for you, it'd probably taste good. Bad food can taste good, but good food should always taste good, except liver. Liver's good for you, and it just tastes like crap. No one's ever going to fix that. You know, there's one thing that I've never shared with anyone before, but I, I almost feel like, I mean, because it's a bit personal, but it, it almost you know, feels perfect for, the, for this episode. When I was in high school, you know, I was a teenager, and I was on the wrestling team, and I had to make weight. I starved myself and I, you know, it wasn't intermittent fasting. It was just literally starving myself. And, you know, I had lots of you know, body issues. And the, when I finally just crashed and said, you know, I can't do this anymore. I need something. I just, I just gave up and I said, you know, I, I ran to the fridge and I started ransacking my kitchen. And the very first thing I picked up was actually a stick of butter. <laughs> and I remember I was so embarrassed that I brought that stick of butter into the bathroom and I just, I started eating it and I looked at myself in the mirror and I felt so ashamed that, you know, that I had cheated on my diet, even though I had, you know, told myself, you know, that I was going to stick, you know, and not, you know, and not basically not eat anything for a week and only drink Sunny D. I mean, this was how oh. terrible my, my, my mentality was then. And if anybody can, can learn from, you know, my childhood and kind of growing up and going through that, your body wants that butter. I mean, even then, before I knew about the Bulletproof Diet, even before I knew about Bulletproof Coffee, my body knew they, it needed that butter. I, I got to tell you a story that's the opposite of your story. First time my two-year-old daughter, Anna, sat on Santa's lap you know, at the local mall, he said, what do you want for Christmas, little girl? And she looks up at him and she said, I want my own stick 
of, I think she said salted butter. I want my own stick of salted butter. Well, we and <laughs> Santa looks at her, looks at me like, are you a child, you know, child, <laughs> like bad parent? Should I call someone? And I'm like, yeah, say yes. So he says yes. Christmas morning, we give her a stick of butter. She has all these other presents that are honestly better. No. She gets it. She looks at it. She holds it up above her head. She runs around the house like she's got an Olympic torch, just screaming with joy, rips off the wrapper and takes a bite like a Snickers bar. And I had no issues with it. Like that's how much kids like butter when you let them eat the way their body wants. So you were just doing what your body wanted and and you were starving and you were feeding yourself one of the most nutrient dense foods you could get. So, you know, all of that programming about guilt and all that, that was misinformation from bad marketing. Well, you know, thankfully the new Bulletproof Diet book is out and people can, you guys can unprogram yourselves from years of, you know, this, this BS that's been kind of spread through through media, through, you know, even through our parents. And unfortunately, they didn't know about it. But now, you know, thanks to the new Bulletproof Diet book, you know, we're going to be able to unlearn that and finally get our lives on track. So I really appreciate you writing that, Dave. Johnny, hey, thanks, man. And I, I hadn't realized exactly how much you were using the Bulletproof Diet till I checked out your first book. I'm like, wow, you're really into it. Now that we just chatted some more, I'm really grateful to hear that it's it's done what it was meant to do. Like like you've you've achieved a lot because you got the energy back. And kudos to you for for being fearless and just saying, well, I'm gonna try it and see what happens. And then noticing what happens and saying, all right, I think I I think I kind of like how I feel. I'm going to go with this. So I, I admire that. Not not everyone has that in them. Well, thank you. And you know what? I could talk about this all night, and maybe we'll talk about it on the Bulletproof Radio one day. But uh, I know we, our hour is coming up. So I wanted to leave you <laughs> with three uh, questions. I know this is the same three questions you ask to every single guest, that, except for that one guy that you forgot on your show. <laughs> but I figure, you know what? Maybe this time I'll throw it back at you. What are your three top recommendations to kick ass at life? You know, other people have turned this around on me and I'm trying to remember what I answered. And uh, I'm, I'm probably answering different each time. So it's for one of my super fans out there, you can probably uh, find all those places where I've answered this. And it's hard for me to say you know, one is, is really more important than another in the top three because there's probably more than three. But number one, I, I'd say eat for maximum performance because if your cellular biology is broken, if your hormones are broken, if the thing that runs your CPU isn't working, no matter how much effort and willpower you put into other self-improvement tasks, whether it's career or just emotional and psychological work, you are going to be pushing an enormous rock uphill the whole time because your biology is broken. So you have to eat to support maximum biological function. The way I recommend doing that is the Bulletproof Diet. I don't know a better way to do it, and I've spent an awful lot of time and money searching. So this is a pretty good set of guidelines, and it's built to tweak. There's a whole set, a whole set of, uh, you just call them suspect foods. There's like Bulletproof foods, there's suspect foods, and there's kryptonite foods. And the suspect foods are there for you to test and see if maybe the ones that are suspicious don't have any negative effects on you and you can eat them or not eat them. That kind of thing really matters. So get your diet down and understand that you eat because the energy that that food creates, if it's clean energy, it fuels your career, it fuels your love life, it fuels your relationships, it gives you emotional regularity. Like you have to have that as a foundation. And on top of that, the next thing to do is own your fear. And that's because fear doesn't come from your rational brain. 
Till I was about 30, I, I was like, I'm not afraid of that because there's no reason to be afraid. Well, duh, fear is not rational or reasonable. It's unreasonable because it's an emotion, not a thought. And understanding when your body has a fear response, whether or not it's warranted, is an amazing thing to do because then you can start asking yourself why and you can go back and undo the program. What I found in my own life was that I had a good amount of fear response myself that I was unaware of and that I, I could become aware of it and then I could learn to turn it off. So uh, just that line that emotions are not rational, they don't have to have reasons, they just happen, that's, that's a big thing to understand. And the third thing that I'd leave you with is that preventative maintenance is a hell of a lot cheaper and easier than repair. And I'm not talking about your car. I'm talking about your body and your mind. If you start this in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s instead of your 50s or 60s or 70s, you're really going to like your life because not only do you enjoy the increased performance between now and when you're really, really old, but when you're really, really old, you'll spend a lot less time and energy at the doctor's office and suffering. And I say that having run the Silicon Valley Health Institute for about a decade, which is an anti-aging research group, working with an older population of, of people I, I really respect and admire. And the ones who've been preventing their, their problems, it's amazing. One of the guys, he was late 80s. He was dating a 35-year-old. I'm not making this up. And like, wow, that that's possible. And others let themselves go and, until it was almost too late, and they're just trying to claw themselves back. So I resolved to not let myself go. I'm, I'm doing everything in my power to maintain my youth because it's a just a tiny fraction of the amount of effort that's going to take later in life to, to regain it. So start now, take small steps, but do the things that make you perform better and make you last longer. And it'll pay more dividends than you know saving two bucks on vitamin supplements or something. So there's there's your three for you. I, I love it. And guys, listen to this. Whatever you're doing right now, I want you to pause this. Go on Amazon and get the new Bulletproof Diet book. If you want to order Life Changes Quick and and the diet, I mean that's basically everything that you're gonna need. Just follow the steps. Follow the diet. Uh, follow you know my journey and follow what I've done uh, in my book. It's the seven steps to that I took that basically to get everything I ever wanted. And as a spoiler, one of the steps was following the Bulletproof Diet. And that's why I highly recommend it in my book and I highly recommend it to all my listeners. Uh, Dave, thank you for so much for being on the show. I, I really appreciate it. And thank you for changing my life, my sister's life, and you know, really just everyone cl close by me. So Dave, appreciate you being on. Thanks, Johnny. Hey guys, thanks for listening and I really hope you enjoyed that episode with Dave Asprey. If you want to get in touch with him, you can follow him at Bulletproof Exact on Twitter. If you want to get the book, you can find The Bulletproof Diet, now available on Amazon, or uh, send a text with BP Diet to 58885 with your email address and you get the free graphic. You can follow me on the Twitter at <laughs> JohnnyFDK. Uh, also, if you want to check out my blog, it's JohnnyFD.com and on there, if you put in your email address, you get uh, instant access uh, to my seven steps to freedom and my goal worksheets. Uh, big thank you to everyone who's left those great five-star reviews on the iTunes store. You guys rock and really help spread the word about this podcast. Make sure you tell your friends. Ray of Sun 82 says, uh, he's been dragging his feet to get started and he's not sure how he stumbled upon my website and podcast, but now he's listened to every single episode and is impatiently waiting for the next one. He plans to re-listen to most of them with a pen and notebook and it makes him want to work 24-7 towards his goals and dreams. 
Thank you, guys. Check out the show notes, episode 58 of the Travel Like a Boss podcast.com. And I'll see you guys next week. Make sure you subscribe so you get more great guests where we talk about hacking your health, your lifestyle, and interviews with guys who travel the world running location independent businesses. See you guys next week. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus, how to choose the perfect niche episode, join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.